Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Thanks for joining us on the breakfast show. It's time now for the bigger picture, where we are going to be taking a look at private markets. There is a rising interest in finding opportunities in private markets where there can often be more upside in investments versus what's in perhaps store markets. In fact, allocation by individual investors to private markets are projected to surge by 12% annually over the next decade. But these options are not always accessible, which is where the folks at Endowas are hoping to address in partnership with private equity giant EQT. This will offer clients in Singapore and Hong Kong exposure to multiple EQT funds through the Endowas platform. So we've got on the line Hugh Cheng. He is the Chief Investment Advisory Officer at Endowas. Good morning, Hugh. How are you doing today? Good morning, Ryan. I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to, to your studio. Yeah, quite an interesting space to explore private markets. What sort of interest and traction have you been seeing so far? Yes, actually, I've been seeing quite a lot of interest. I mean, this has historically been an asset class that's been very difficult to access by individual investors. And as our private equity managers and distributors find ways to give access to individuals, we are definitely seeing a lot more interest coming from our clients. Okay, so what's driving this interest? Because in markets, you've got so many options. Why are people flocking to private markets? I think it's really because of two reasons. One is that it offers higher return potential as well as greater diversification from your existing traditional portfolio. So the addition of private investment to a traditional public investment portfolio, say a 60-40 equity bond portfolio, has shown that it can potentially reduce volatility as well as increase returns. So on the returns part, this is because private investments target a completely new universe of companies that are not listed in public markets. It's also because capital that is invested in private companies tend to be longer term and hence can demand better better terms from the company so you get better returns for the investors. Lastly, a lot of the private equity firms get involved in the management of these companies and they grow their earnings and revenue, right? So lastly, on the volatility part, because the private investments get marked to market, market much less regularly, there's less volatility. So with these characteristics, we see more investors trying to have investments in private investments. Yeah, talking about private equity, we are also joined by Suan Yeo. She is the head of APEC Private Wealth Client Relations and Capital Raising at EQT. Suan, what's your take on the returns expectations from private markets versus, for example, traditional portfolios? Thank you, Ryan, for having us. So with private markets, return expectations typically tend to be higher than public markets. And I think that is one of the key reasons why a lot of individual investors are actually very key, keen on allocating to this space, even though it's exclusively been mostly available to institutional investors in the past. And one of the reasons why private markets have typically outperformed public markets is a couple of the reasons that Hugh has already outlined, but also mainly because there are plenty of opportunities that are not available in the public markets that we can access in the private markets. So give you an example would be the energy transition. So that's something that we're very focused on at EQT and um, that's one where we've made a couple of investments. So for example, in the US, 
we have actually made an investment in the Yellow School Bus Company, one of the largest one in, ones in North America. And essentially, it's a fleet of school buses that takes school, school children to school. And that's where uh, we're actually going to be electrifying the entire fleet. So these kind of investments where it's very hands-on in the private market space, it's not typically available in the public market. And so therefore, with us being able to take a hands-on approach and create alpha as opposed mm. to just following the market beta, that's where the outperformance typically lies and that's why it's more attractive typically than public markets. Yes, yeah, and so these will also be, I guess, exposure to startups pre-IPOs. Yeah, there's a variety, I would say, from startup to maturity. There's a whole range of investments that are available and we typically invest in the entire ecosystem in order to be able to get a very good understanding of the entire flywheel of investments. So our, our expertise lies in across the spectrum and I think mm. like for an individual to get exposure to earlier stage or later stage would really depend on their risk appetite and return expectations. Alright, Hugh, let's bring you back in. So what is the thinking here for someone who wants to diversify their portfolio is the way to go about it to think about private markets as well as public markets? Yes, uh, I think private markets definitely play a part in, in a traditional portfolio. I think I think if you compare the Asian investor base and you compare that to US investors, the exposure to alternative assets and private market assets are significantly lower. So there's definitely a place in the portfolio. And as I explained earlier, it really does help mm. with the reducing the volatility and, and, and improving the, the returns as well. And I think what you need to do is to find a holistic way to have, you know, have that coverage, which is what we provided at Endowa. So there's, I guess, a low correlation of private market investments to what else is out there. So it helps to hedge your portfolio to some extent. That's correct. So it really depends on which private market assets you you talk about, you know, compared to your existing public exposures. But yes, it does have an impact of reducing correlation. So lots to look forward to with Endawas partnering EQT to offer clients in Singapore and Hong Kong exposure to multiple EQT funds through the Endawas platform. We've been chatting with Hugh Cheng. He's the Chief Investment Advisory Officer for Endawas, as well as Suan Yeo, Head of APAC Private Wealth Client Relations and Capital Raising at EQT. Hugh and Suan Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan. All right, stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.